Hey guys, Nick again for another episode of the Physiology Secrets podcast. Uh, today I want to talk a little bit about uh, swimming. We're actually heading out this afternoon uh, to the pool with a few guys to, to look at their swimming technique and, and give them some tips and tricks on how to get a little bit faster. So I want to go through a really basic rundown of the two major components to what makes up an effective stroke and, and where we need to focus our time in terms of um, getting getting that stroke as, as smooth as possible and effective as possible so it can move nice and quick through the water uh, regardless of if you're swimming in the pool, uh, out in the open water, etc. So um, the two things swimming fundamentally comes down to are reducing resistance and drag is the first one and the second one being increasing propulsion. If we reduce how much resistance we're applying on our body, we're going to move more efficiently. Um, think of it like if you're on the bike and you get you're sitting up uh, on the on the bars, uh, then you have a large amount of resistance, and then you drop down into the aero position, and you you've got lesser resistance, so you're faster. Same principle. Um, water is a lot more dense, though, so it, reducing that resistance as much as possible is going to be is going to go a long way into being really effective in in developing our our efficiency to to move. Um, the second then being increasing propulsion. And once we get that effective movement through the water, then we can worry about, all right, how do we accelerate uh, through that water? How do we move quickly um, and effectively to, to continually be fast um, and maximize that reduction of resistance? So touching on resistance, first of all, we, we have what's called frontal resistance. And now th this is the force applied by the water um, onto the front of the body. So if you're in the pool and you, you're standing upright and you try and run as fast as you can through a body of water, it's quite difficult. Um, that's because we have quite a large uh, frontal resistance. So we have a lot of water and a lot of force coming at us from, from the front. Um, and then we have to try and overcome that force to, to keep moving. Um, the less force that is being applied on us by basically the, the least amount of water on us uh, from the front, the easier it is to move through the, through the water. Um, if you want to think about it in running terms, it's like running uh, into a, a very strong headwind versus running into a, a light breeze. Um, it's a lot easier to run into a light breeze than it is a very strong headwind. Uh, it's that same, same principle. Uh, we want to try and reduce how much force is coming onto us from the front to maximise how much we can, we can move, move forward and against it. Um, if we've got more force going from us o overcoming that water resistance, we're going to be a lot faster in the pool. Um, so to reduce resistance, what do we have to do? The, it, it's everything in swimming stems from a good body position. Um, getting a good body position is going to minimise how much force the water can apply back on us, um, and it's going to get us the most effective position. So what we look for is is getting our body in a nice flat horizontal, um, what we call aligned position. So everything is in alignment, if you like. Our head our shoulders, our back, our hips, our legs are all in a nice horizontal line. It doesn't have to be perfectly flat because you have natural curves and you have um, your, your hips are like your, your glutes are obviously round at the back. So you're going you're to have that natural shape of the body. But from head to toe, you should almost be able to draw a line of where from, from start to finish, from head to toe, uh, flat across through the body and see a general, general trend of it. It's pretty flat. Um, this should coincide with the level of the water too. So we want to be sitting nice and high in the water, um, trying to trying to get a, as high as possible will get us a long way to reducing that resistance. Um, if we're sitting low in the water, again, same principle as before, we have a lot more water pushing on us and a lot greater frontal resistance. Um, to get that good body position, a lot of people can get most of the way there, 
the the hardest part is probably making sure those hips come up um, and in terms of getting those hips up and, and our legs up close to the top we need to play with our head position um, and you might be thinking well my hip my, my head is in a good position but and nice and high in the water but my hips are really low why, why should i worry about my head position everything in swimming will follow where your head goes um, if you put your head up and get it in a high, really really high position your hips will drop as a result um, it, it's just it's just what happens the, the water will start making you sink due to due to muscle mass distribution and a, a lot of other factors coming into it if you put your head all the way down to the bottom of the pool likely your hips are going to go up as high as they can so it's finding that balance point of getting your head into a lower nice low head position almost we, we teach uh, kids that in fundamental sort of developing freestyle for the first time to get their chin down on their chest this is a great starting point in terms of aligning that that back of the neck and the head with the the rest of the spine and the hips um, so getting that chin in a nice low position so you've got a nice straight line through the through the back of your body um, is going to get you in that nice flat position as close to the top of the water as you can ultimately reducing as much resistance as we can from the front um, we're going to get higher we're going to sit higher in the water less water pushing on us makes it easier overall um, in terms of what we do once we've reduced that resistance so we, we've we've taken some of that resistance away whereas a fish in efficient position what do we do now now it's about increasing our propulsion through the water so how do we maximize our our forward movement all very well to be very efficient in a, in a good efficient position, but if you can't translate that to forward movement, you're not going to be a fast swimmer. Um, so what we look for here is we want to keep a nice consistent pattern uh, of, of moving forward all the time, um, making sure all of our body is, is aiding ourselves moving forward and not sending us in a negative direction. Um, we don't want to be pushing water in front of us. We want to be pushing water towards the back of us all the time. Everything should be moving away from where we want to go. Um, to do that, we need our arms to be consistently moving and consistently in motion um, is the most effective way. Uh, a lot of swim coaches will talk about a faster stroke rate. Um, it's not necessarily about going as fast as you can and, and getting that stroke rate as fast and as high as you can. It's, it's about keeping it consistent. Um, not everyone's going to be able to stroke at a really quick rate. Not everyone's going to stroke at a really slow rate. It's finding what works best for you. Um, generally, faster, shorter type events will... will demand a faster stroke rate you need to propel yourself a little bit quicker um, and, it, and it helps with a bit more speed and power if you're in a longer distance event generally a slower stroke rate and the easiest example of this i can give is you have a look at the olympians in the in the 100 meter freestyle really quite high stroke rate moving quite quickly in the water compared to the 1500 swimmers who who sort of almost glide through the water a little bit a little bit slower and conserving energy but at the back end of their race when it matters and they have to pick up that speed to to pick up that extra time or, or push in front of a competitor they'll pick that stroke rate up so um, finding what sits best for you and, and determining what event you're, you're going to be in and it, it's a bit of a bit of a balance between saving energy and, and being effective so so finding that individual that individual zone for you is going to be really beneficial um, but keeping those uh, those arms consistently moving the legs consistently moving is going to is going to go a long way to to being able to be effective and then you can manipulate how quickly everything moves after that um, in terms of getting getting into position with your arms a lot of the propulsion does come from the upper body um, you will get a little you'll get more stabilization through the legs um, you will get a bit of propulsion depending on how fast you're kicking obviously but most of it will come through the pull and the catch phase um, in the upper body so all we need to look for here is we need to get a good hold of the water 
Um, a lot of swimmers and a, a lot of guys, a lot of triathletes who who haven't come from swimming backgrounds think I need to pull the water as hard as I bloody can um, because that's going to make me swim fast because if I push it hard backwards away from me, I'm going to go faster forwards. Um, not always the case. If you've ever jumped in the pool and, and swum nice and relaxed or seen seen a really quick swimmer that you that might be in your squad or, or, or whatever um, swimming reasonably quickly, you'll notice that they look effortless while they do it. Um, that's because they're not, they're not straining to push the water away. All they're doing is anchoring their arm in, getting what's called a good hold of the water. So we, we get that arm out in the catch position, hold the water and anchor. Then we lever over the top of our shoulder with the rest of our body. So if you like that arm, and I'm trying to trying to think it through in ways I can explain it without showing you, but that arm will basically stay in the same position in the water and the rest of the body moves over the top of it. Um, if that arm moves through the water um, and really drives to push back, um, we're going to get a bit more bit more resistance um, and you're having to work a bit harder for it. So you're actually burning yourself out. So think about getting a good hold on the water, catch the water, then an- anchor that arm in, lever over the top of that arm. Um, gives us the most effective propulsion. It's almost like um, you, you can think about having having blocks in the water. So if your arm comes in, there's a there's a plate that you need to get that arm over. You then hold on to that plate. That plate is attached to the bottom of the pool. It's not moving, so that arm can't go anywhere. Um, it, it's almost like put, putting your hand on a on a table and pushing pushing down on it. It's that same feeling, but just in the in the horizontal plane. So in our swimming position, and then you need to bring your body over and in front of that plate. Um, so we're, we're not we're not moving that arm backwards. It's about anchor over the top. Um, this is going to be the most efficient sort of position, and you're maximizing your ability to manipulate the resistance in the water too. Um, the The water won't like to be moved um, as such, so let's let's anchor on it and work over it, as opposed to trying to push it back. Because um, it, uh, water at the end of the day is quite dense, and it's quite hard to move. And it's quite a heavy resistance compared to something like air, for example. So if we if we're trying to always move it apart from burning out it, it's going to be very difficult to be effective because um, it it's very hard to move it in general um, what we want to do is we want to just overcome the resistance as best we can and then propel ourselves in a very efficient way by by making the water work for us essentially um, so we get this build up of pressure on the on the arm and you'll notice it um, particularly the really good swimmers will notice it um, but it, it happens over time in developing that feel for the water. Uh, something that everyone talks about, but no one really sort of explains is you need to have a, a good feel for the water. And what that means is you'll, you'll notice a, that catch position when it's, when it's effective is there's a bit of a buildup of resistance on the forearm. You're feeling nice and strong, but you're not ripping the water through. You're just transitioning over the top of it. Um, so that's what we're aiming for there. So in terms of the two key things, reduces, reduce the resistance through body and head position, um, and then increase propulsion by keeping a nice consistent rhythm. Um, and getting a good strong anchorage or hold on the water um, are the key sort of points there. So hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to chuck up a few more about some keys to things like the pull and go more in depth about uh, our kicking technique, our breathing, our timing, etc. But thought I'd just give you a quick overview today. Hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you in the next one.